What is up, my friends? Welcome to episode number 13 of Yo, the business and fitness podcast with me, Steve Krebs, and your main man, Luca Hosevar, the Slarvanian sledgehammer himself. Today, guys, we're going to do a little Q&A. So we're going to start right out with a great question. Uh, it's about you know something that Luca and I have both dealt with. And, you know, I, I, when I had next level athletic performance, obviously bigger ground is still bumping better than ever. So the question is, uh, as a young coach running out of someone else's gym, what steps should you take to open your own spot? So the fact that this guy's even asking this question, Luke, is a good sign, right? If you think about a man, like so many times you and I have both been burned, obviously, by people that we brought up, helped out, you know, mentored, cared about, and they went about going on their own the wrong way. So what steps, and I, you know, we're both going to, you know, chime in on this one because I feel like we both know what's the right way and what's the wrong way to do this but I'll let you start out. So what steps should you take to open your own spot? Obviously there's a lot of variables, right? There's like, how long have you been there? How much time and energy has the owner of the facility put into you? What kind of experiences or opportunities have they extended to you? So there's so many variables in any question, guys. We're just gonna do our best to lay it out and give you you know, a process that we believe will, will be based in integrity, honesty, and will set you up for the next steps possible. So. You know, Luke, I'll let you jump in on this one, and then we'll go back and forth because I know we both have some some pretty good stuff on this one. Uh, I, okay, so let's let's start with you have to understand that you already are your own business right now. Anybody, I don't care, you know, where you are. If you're you're working inside LA Fitness, um, if you're working inside of any big box gym, if you're renting out from somebody else, you have to already have this frame and belief that you're your own business, right? Even if you have, you know, quote unquote, a boss. Okay. Um, because first of all, what that does is that it kind of creates a responsibility on yourself, right? You don't, because you, you got to stop doing this whole, like if I was somewhere else, or if the boss did, or if this company, if it, right, just, you got to stop pointing fingers around why things aren't the way that you want them to be. And and that you can't move in a certain direction because of that. Now, maybe there are some real true restrictions, obviously. I mean, obviously there are, but, but you have to take responsibility and operate like your own business. Meaning, you know, like the way that you communicate with people, like I said, even your boss, cause guess what? Uh, or, or your co-coaches or the other people that work around you. If you have multiple people leasing the space or whatever it may be, because like, that is the fr- like, that is who you become. And that is the leadership part of it. And guess what? Like how you communicate with your boss ends up being like you become way better. So for when you have, uh, you know, I would say partners or coaches or anything else. So that's a really, really important thing that I want to bring up right now, because I talk to so many young up and coming coaches that, uh, you know, no matter what situation that they're in, I hear a lot of this. Right. I hear a lot of the uh, well, you know, the place I'm in, they're not really they don't do this and they don't do that. And they you know, don't do continuing education. And all of that may be true, okay? But the problem becomes that you start becoming a victim and you start becoming, you know, talking and and believing, you know, talking in a way and believing that just because of these circumstances uh, that, you know, that you can't get better or, or get ahead. And that is not true, right? And the best thing that I've ever did, done was that wherever I was at, I really was like, all right, look, I'm my own business, I'm my own brain here. I got to make sure that, that, you know, I do my thing without 
it's also important, without shitting on the people, meaning, uh, you know, disrespecting the general manager at that time or my direct regional manager, uh, you know, for for the personal training in, in LA Fitness or when I was at Vision Quest, certainly like, you know, I still have a great relationship with Chip, Chip Swarzell, who's phenomenal, phenomenal entrepreneur in the fitness space uh, and like never burn bridges, right? Like that, it's very, very important. You know, like even looking back now, um, I, I'd say that's a, you know, Steve mentioned that as far as like, hey, what's your relationship? How much they invested in you and so on and so forth. I promise you this, that like not only from the standpoint of business, but your own personal character and reputation, you want to do things the right way. Okay. Now to move to the next step. Okay. How do you move into your own facility? Well, let's first look at this, right? You want to be great at the, I would say, skill sets that you will need in your own the situation and, and where you're at and how things are going and whatnot. But look, okay, marketing you, and sales. Can you repeat what you just yep. started that sentence with? You caught in and out on us, buddy. I was saying that like you have to, you know, you have to get good at the skill sets, great at the skill sets that you're going to have to have in your own facility. So marketing and sales. And of course, I'm, I'm taking, you know, maybe I should add this, like being a great coach. I mean, that's the foundation. The foundation is and we'll talk, you know, we, we talked about it in the podcast, right? Coaching, customer service, and culture. But, you know, getting people great results. Like, I mean, I've, this is the foundation of what we do, right? Caring about people, get them great results. But the other part that's important is understanding marketing and sales. Like, so if you're not super busy in the facility that you're in and you're leasing from somebody else, man, that's like, you got to do that first. Right. I've, I just talked to, I'll say a younger coach that, you know, I, I brought up like, Hey, I said, listen, uh, are you packed at the guilds? Do you have a waiting list? Uh, oh no. I said, well, how, how, how far on a scale of one to 10, how, where are you at based on that? Like if 10 was like, man, you can't take a client, you got a waiting list. Uh, and you know, one is pretty much, man, you can barely make it. Right. And you know, he was like, well, I'm, I'm like a, five to five, six. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, here's the thing that like, you got to be at least a nine or a 10 because how are you like in a space? Remember, look at all the positives that are happening, right? Like you're out of another space. You don't have all these responsibilities, overhead, so on and so forth. And usually in other gyms, big box gyms, like you have leads. Leads are from, from, a, um, like I said, if they have a membership and there's thousands of people in a membership, uh, but even if it's a smaller space, usually you have hundreds of people that are your prospects right there in front of you, right? So you get, you have the lead. Somebody else is paying for people to come in. Somebody else is marketing for you, for those people to be in front of you. And now you just have to be creative and you have to be great at what you do. Meaning if you're great at what you do, usually you'll get referrals. People will see you and go like, oh, wow, man, that guy is doing a great job. And you schedule him for strategy session and assessment, something, right? Front end offer or something. Right? So, hey, hey, Luke. Let me yeah. just type in really quick on a couple things for these guys, just because what you're saying is perfect. It's, it's really simple. It's really easy when you're working for other people to feel like you're owed something or you you deserve more. And what Lucas said is like, remember this other person has already done what you're trying to do. They've already 
piss blood to make it happen. They've already created the clientele. So here's what, I'm just gonna give you guys a real quick rundown of what not to do. Here's what you don't do. You don't create in your mind an us versus them mentality and start talking to your clients about the fact that you're gonna leave and go do your own thing. That's pure scumbaggery. And it's only gonna create bad juju, right? Bad energy and guess what? Karma comes back and it will bite you in the ass. Number two, honesty and integrity always win. Right? If, I was, if I was working at Bigger Ground and I came up to Luca and said, Luca, listen, man, I love working for you, but my real dream is to have my own facility. But it's not going to be a facility that's going to be a competitor of Bigger Ground. I want to move somewhere else. Or, hey, Luca, you know what I would love to do sometime? I would love to be like a satellite location of Bigger Ground. I know I'm not ready yet, and this may be four or five years down the line, and I'm really willing to put the work in to make it happen. What would you say, Luca? I mean, I would like if that coach was part of the team, I'd be like, man, let's make a plan. How come like how committed are you to this? Like if you know, if they're super committed, let's make a plan. Like let's make a two year plan. Let's make a 18 month plan, whatever it may be. I mean, and I've done this before. I've done this before. Like I said, I want to help. Like I understand. And I think everybody kind of understands if, you, if you're if you're not, you know, if you're not full of shit, you understand that some people won't be with you forever. Some people want want to move forward, want something different, which is perfectly fine, right? Like you can't, one, you can't stop that. You shouldn't want to stop that. You should, and if it's a, it's a great coach, it's a great person, they've helped you out, you've helped them out. Like I want to help them move forward to wherever they want to go. But I'm always also going to be very, very clear with what they need to do to get there. And like I said, we've had scenarios where, you know, coaches will be like, this is what I want to do. And I'm like, all right, well, progressively what we're gonna have to start getting you to do is you know more sales and like learn more about the numbers and learn this that and the other and they realized that was not the fit for them which is fine and in other scenarios it was so that this is this is what I'm saying like but just that honesty right off the bat and the integrity automatically actually are gonna make me want to help them even more so um, that's for sure beautiful so I, I just want to run through that so the, you know the question was is like what steps do you go about to, you know, to do this? And I think step one is just being honest from the jump. Being oh, yeah. honest from the jump, right? Letting them know that, hey, someday I want to do this. Here's another thing, guys. There's nothing wrong in the world with being an employee, right? We live in this society now, especially in the business world, where like entrepreneur is like this thing. It's like the sexy thing. We have like these people that think they're all-star entrepreneurs and that they're famous. I don't understand it, right? Whatever. I mean, whatever you want to do with your life, by all means, go nuts. But there's nothing wrong with just being a number two to somebody that's amazing, right? To somebody that's like the best in the business or one of the best. So don't be seduced into thinking that everybody should be an entrepreneur because the truth of the matter is, guess what? Not everybody has the right mindset or skill sets to actually do that right now. So I just want to be clear with you guys. But number one is, hey, be honest. Number two, be clear with what your vision is, like what your vision is, not what anybody else's is. So go to the person you work for, let them know your plan. And then three would be, hey, don't be an asshole and open down the street, right? Don't be an asshole, and this happened to Luca before, and literally try to fucking jack clients, right? Poach clients. That will never end well for you guys, I promise you. And in the moment, you may be like, yeah, I'm gonna get back at this guy because you think you have this victim mentality and you're entitled to these clients. You're not. Someone else spent the money to bring them in. Someone else put their balls on the line to make that gym happen. And now you're the person that just thinks they deserve everything. Trust me, it will not end well. 
So the steps in my personal opinion, just like Lucas said, are really simple, but don't do it before you're ready. What did Lucas say? You should know marketing sales. Before that, what should you know? You should be an elite level coach. And I know the word elite is thrown around probably too much, but you should be one of the best. It's crazy. Just a little side note. Dude, you would die, Luca. I'm in my gym here in Miami in our building. There's trainers that come in and train some of the people in the building. They're legitimately the worst trainers on the planet. <laughs> the fucking worst. They are doing the goofiest shit I've ever seen in the world. And they have their own quote unquote businesses. So it should make you guys understand like you want to be the cream of the crop because those people aren't going to last very long, right? They're going to hurt people. They're not going to have retention. So just remember, right? Opening a business is not easy. It's not easy money. Online personal training is not easy money. Even though these so-called self-proclaimed gurus that are out right now are telling you how easy it is to be an online personal trainer. Having your own business is a lot of work. And if you're not prepared to do a lot of work, then maybe it's just safe to say you should stay an employee for a little while until you are really prepared to go out on your own. And with that said, because that's a great foundation for, for honestly, for what we're talking about. I wanted to dive a little bit into the X's because I know, I know, I know you, you guys want to hear some X's and those type of stuff and more strategic things, because I, I think this, it needed, you know, that needs to be cleared out. I think that because you'll feel good about it, like where you're going. Uh, and so will everybody else. Right. So there's no like constant, uh, like you're not hiding the origins as Debbie Ford would say, right. You have constant stress cause you know, you're hiding something. So now, from there, like you gotta, you gotta start like, and this is something you can start doing now, right? You have to start actually seeing how much it would cost. So what do you want? Like you start driving. So for instance, you got an idea of, you know, I'm just going to say an arbitrary number, but like, let's say you want about a 2000 to 3000 square foot facility, right? That's your first place that you want to move into, which I think is a pretty good kind of, um, for a lot of coaches that we've coached, um, that, that was a good starting point. And, and, and it's a, good space to be able to get really profitable right and not have like these like crazy crazy overheads um and yet at the same time you know with two to two to three thousand square feet like you could easily have 150 clients between groups and semis and stuff like that and you know and do well and like i said and, and profit so and profit quite a bit so you want to start looking at facilities now if you're in new york city it might be different so just you know take this with a grain of salt of course but so you want to go start looking at facilities, you know, uh, most of the time you're going to probably look at industrial plus flex combinations and not retail because retail, at least, you know, if you're in Seattle, like you're paying woo, like crazy numbers. So, you know, I, I'm assuming, like I said, that you don't want to go and, and get the most expensive stuff, which I don't recommend. And you, you gotta, you gotta, like I said, first of all, look at the numbers and see how much it would be. Right. And I recommend getting a real estate, like you can get five real estate guys to look at for commercial stuff for you. So what they'll do is they'll literally send you, you, you give them the areas that you're interested in. You tell them the specs like, Hey, I want a two to 3000 square foot space. Uh, you know, this is the max that I'm looking for numbers wise. Um, and so on and so forth. Then they'll get like, they'll get you a PDF with all the printouts. I also recommend that you go drive around because a lot of stuff is not even on, I would say the, the different sites and, but, but it is being, you know, it is for lease. So you drive around and you'd find these spots and you start putting these numbers down a little bit. Like, Hey, this is how much it's going to be per month. I'm going to have to put first and last month down for sure. Pretty much almost everywhere. Right. Maybe there's going to be some TI work, right. Tenant improvements. Like 
very few places you just move in and have to do nothing. There are some for sure, but I'd rather you just kind of plug it in and, and be prepared. And then like, hey, how much do I have to spend on, you know, equipment? How much do I have to spend on equipment to, to be able to, uh, to have the facility? Not like optimal, right? But good enough, right? And I, I've told my story, guys, that I've, you know, I started with seven grand, you know, of, of equipment. Not a lot, not a lot, right? Uh, maybe not recommended, but guess what? Like we made it work, you know, we, we built up the culture, we got results, so on and so forth. So once you have that number, and you have the real kind of like example of what it would take, right? And then from there, you kind of reverse engineer, meaning, look, right now, currently, are you putting money on the side? For instance, if you're coaching, let's say you're doing pretty well coaching and, you know, you're making good enough money and you're not being dumb and spending on, you know, uh, 10 sneakers a month and, you know, living out of, out of control. Like you're actually stacking the money to be able to save uh, or are saving currently. Then you have an idea like, Okay, look, I'm going to need 75 grand, right? And I loan. Getting a $40,000 loan is not difficult. So from there, you kind of set a date, you know what I mean? That like, okay, in the next year, this is what I'm going to do. Because now you have the lead up to be able to talk to the right people, meaning, hey, in a year, I'm going to be out. I'm looking for my own space, right? Then you have a, also a deadline to bust your ass with like building your clientele up. Cause look, the reality is, I mean, look, you know, we just said that the stealing clients thing is, is a no go. What's going to happen is if you have a good relationship, some people are going to go with you. And even when you're working for someone, that person's going to understand if some people are going to go with you, period. It's just, but you want to have the best base of clients and build up the most clients that you possibly can for yourself. Um, honestly, because it's like, some people are going to go with you. You have a better uh, word of mouth. You have a better referral kind of foundation. And in that way, also, you know, as you get it into a facility, you can create a plan, plan for marketing, plan for grand opening, plan for doing a, uh, you know, a paid in full before the gym opens. And, and the people that have, you know, known you for years, if you've been coaching for years, will end up coming through, taking advantage of that, trying to, you know, trying you out if you do a front end offer. So to let you guys know, like I didn't, when I left vision quest, um, chip said, Hey, take your three top clients with you or four, uh, and just promise me you won't solicit. I shook his hand. I did exactly that. I didn't solicit anybody. And I started my, uh, my garage gym and I literally, and back then I didn't have an email list. There was no Facebook ads. There's none of that. But what I did is like, I did email everybody I knew and we started with a two week free trial. Now I wouldn't do that maybe today, but ev everybody, Two weeks for trying. That's a, that's an inside joke that you guys might not get. It's hilarious, but um, but the the point of it is that what I, I hit up every single person that I used to coach, coached with me. Uh, I sat down with even when I was at LA Fitness. So for for the last years, uh, you know, I would hit up people that I coached and like, hey, do you have a friend? This, that, the other, and through that, uh, in the two weeks free, free trial, we had nineteen people that tried us out for two weeks and 12 ended up signing up uh, into the membership. So right off the bat, you know, I had, and I was at the same time still working at the facility. So, you know, that made me already profitable essentially because I was still having, you know, still working, you know, coaching 12 hours a day at another place. And, and that was, you know, a, a long drive away. So I didn't compete. I didn't solicit. So I did all the things that I promised I, I would do. 
And then over time, people from Vision Quest started hitting me up. And I, I even called and asked, asked Chip. I said, hey, listen, man, like people are hitting me up. I'm not going to take anybody on. Um, they're not a member there anymore. But I just, out of respect, I wanted to let you know and, and ask you if it's okay. And pretty much because, you know, because I called him and said, yeah, like, it's okay just because you let me know. So that's a great example of, you know, some of the things to do, right? Because now you have a plan and you have a strategy and everybody is on the same page. But for instance, if, if the place costs $3,000 a month, you know, you're gonna have to put down six grand to, you know, for first and last month. Uh, you know, you always want to have money in the bank. So you're, you're not like, once you pay that and you buy the equipment that you're pretty much broke and then you're sweating bullets, right? You want to, you want to have at least about three months worth of expenses uh, going on. And, and you got to have a number for what is your break even, right? Like, Hey, if I sign up 60 clients, you know, that's my break even. And then you give yourself, you know, three months to get to those 60 and you have a plan. And I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, I didn't do this back in the day cause I didn't have, there's not enough money in times with someone different, but you know, having a marketing budget, like moving in going like, Hey, I got $6,000 for marketing, you know, to whether it's not, maybe not just Facebook ads, but like different stuff. Um, I would say that that's something that's very, very important. And, and also, you know, I mean, this is going to sound a little bit, uh, uh, <laughs> almost like we're trying to promote, but, but honestly, like having a coach, you know, I, I had a coach, like we had, we had coaches back then. Um, and it was a stretch. It was a stretch to invest in that. It really was. But man, I, I feel like I had so much, such in a better position for the stressful times because I had people that have been there, done that kind of guiding me through stuff. Um, and even just things like, you know, you'd, you'd be, you'd be, you'd be surprised by like how many people mess up their lease and are stuck with like really bad stuff because of it. And you know, they, they're, they're smoked because of it. You know what I mean? So those are some of the things that I think are very important that like, don't, you know, be, uh, be wary of not building your own personal business inside of somewhere else to a high level where you feel very confident about it before moving on. Because that's, that's probably one of the biggest mistakes I see is people think that once they have their own thing, because of the motivation that they'll work harder and be more focused and stuff that most of the time, that's not what happens. Right. If you couldn't make it happen somewhere else, like, man, like you, you want to, you want to, you want to get, you want to get your shit together there. You want to get focused there and you want to build that up for, for, I mean, honestly, for no other reason that like it's your skill set and like your self-esteem and belief system about yourself. If you, right? if you aren't the best coach where you're at, that should be your first target. Right, because if you're not the one shining around other people, it'd be like you guys got to think about it like this. If you watch the show Hard Knocks on HBO, it's it's where that right now they're following around the Oakland Raiders, right, or the LA Raiders. Every position has six guys all vying for the same spot, but the starter is the starter, right? And the starter always has to be looking over his shoulder, which means he's always pushing himself, looking for an edge. The same thing has to happen if you're in a group of trainers that are all trying to make money inside of the same gym if you are not number one then that needs to be your initial focus luke and i were always when we were employees before we're always the ones that were doing the best and then we opened our own thing and then guess what happened then we vied to become the best in our area right then we joined mastermind groups and guess what we did yo we wanted to be the best in our group and we we're like well fuck it we might as well just open our own <laughs> right that's the progression of how it happens so guys listen one thing i noticed right now specifically with younger people is 
they want things to happen faster than they're, they're willing to sacrifice for, if that statement makes any sense. They want things to happen faster than the work that they've actually put in. It'd be like a samurai expecting to fight, you know, Musashi and picked up a sword last week. Like, yo, I'm going to mess this dude up. And yeah, Musashi be drinking tea, chopping off your hands. Well, do you know that his trick was, right? His trick was actually he would, he would use mental warfare. So if he knew the other guy was very good, it's been written that he would make them wait like an entire day to show up. He would just let them wonder when he was going to show up. And by the time he got there, he knew they were already so exhausted that he would beat them. It's crazy, dude. If you, if you guys have never re read the book of Five Rings, you should probably read it, but read it like fucking 10 times because it's, it's epic. It's just, it's, it's a story of Musashi, the greatest swordsman known to ever live in, in the universe, right? Back when people fought with swords. True right? story, like, by the way. Yeah, it's not, not a like the, the dudes that are like, you know, fighting with lightsabers and shit, although Star Wars is amazing. So let's do this, guys. Like, I know we could probably go on that topic for the rest of the show, but this is a Q&A show, so we want to go over a few different things, which realistically, the next question, Luke, is like, it's very similar, which is, you know, advice for starting a one-on-one -on -one personal training out of a home garage, marketing prices, et cetera. So I'm just going to preface this. Uh, I have a guy right now inside of Young Bucks, which guys, just so you know, Young Bucks is going to be opened up to fit pros, right? Luke and I are combining forces on that program and it's low end. It's only $500 a month. It's for guys that make around 5,000 a month or less. And that's going to be that program. So this guy is inside of that program. He trains people outside of his garage. Now here's number one. He's in Orange County, California. He doesn't have a permit right now, which means in that area, you're going to get got, right? And this is the advice I, I gave him. You have to be approved to do that out of your garage. Right? If you're going out of your home, you need to make sure a few things. Number one, you need to have the city. You need to have a permit to do it. Number two, you have to have insurance. If you don't have insurance and someone comes in your home and you're training them in your home without insurance and without the city permit, dude, you're done before you even start. If that person is a scumbag and they get hurt and they know that you don't have these things, they're going to sue your ass off. And what we don't want to do is we don't want to see you guys get in trouble. Right? So, the other piece of this, if you, let's be real. The majority of clientele in most gyms is what? Female. If you don't think that there's going to be some sort of an issue with females coming to your garage to train with you, if they don't know you personally, you're crazy. There's going to be a big, like, if, if my wife says, hey, I'm going to this gym, it's in this dude's garage, I'll be like, nah, no, you're not. Not until I meet this guy. And I vet, vet his ass and make sure that he's not some weirdo. Right. So there's nothing wrong with it, but you guys got to be very careful with this. Like to me, you know, why not just go become an independent contractor out of somebody else's gym for a while? Because it, you just look more professional that way. I, I don't know how you feel on this, Luca. Like, obviously, we could talk about the marketing, the prices, but it's also really hard to market a business that isn't actually registered as a business. So that's the issue that my client and Young Bucks was having. So we kind of I pushed him to, hey, you got to be you got to get your certificate. So you can do business out of there. And if they don't let you, then you need to go become an independent contractor inside of another gym. So at least you're legitimate. Otherwise, how can you market? You can't. You can't put it out there because as soon as you put it out there, the Orange County lady is going to come over and say, uh, hey, dude, uh, you're running a business out of your garage and we have never approved this. So not only are we going to shut you down, we're also going to find the shit out of you. How long has your business been open? Okay, our fines are going to go all the way back until you opened up. So I just want to make sure you guys understand 
don't skip the important steps. This is why it's so important for you guys to join a group like Young Bucks because inside of that group, you are getting the foundation of how to build a business, but also how to get out of your own fucking way. How do you how develop skill sets that you're going to need for when you enter into our next level of coaching, which is the Yo Grow Your Your Gym, right? Which is our higher level higher level program, which we release. Well, by the time you guys listen to this, it'll already be out there. So there you go. So I just want to point that out to you guys. Like Luke and I are coming out with two different programs. The Young Bucks Group's amazing. It's it's you know five thousand dollars a month and under, so that we can build foundational stuff, build the structure of your business, build the structure of your life your own daily habits, all these things mixed into one. I can't stress enough. For $500 a month, you guys are getting the keys to the city. It's not the next fad. It's not the next marketing piece. But Luke, I'm going to let you jump in on this one. So starting a one-on-one personal training out of the home garage, let's say the person does, they went through all the process the right way. Okay, so okay. we're going to skip past my warnings. <laughs> and we're going to jump right into, okay, you have your certificate. You're allowed to market it. You have insurance. What, I mean, I know this is going to be very similar to what we would do if, you, if we were just marketing out of a gym, but anything specifically that you could help these guys with if they planned on doing this? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would, in that scenario, uh, you know, I would go, when I say niche, I mean niche, like if you have, look, if you have even like three clients or two clients or five clients and I ask you like, hey, which of these clients do you love? And you're like, man, I love all of them. Okay, cool. All right. So what are they? Well, one's a busy, you know, busy, busy professional. Okay. What do they struggle with? Blah, blah. Like I would dig in and then I'd say, okay, cool. Listen, like I want you to start creating a lot of content that speaks to that exact same person. Now, first of all, I, you know, we just went over, we, we launched the referral mastery podcast uh, episode, which you should go through because that's the perfect, uh, I, I would say thing to listen to so that you can build from the inside out without spending any money. Um, but then, like I said, the second part using Facebook and IG and like email marketing, even YouTube to just speak to that audience, right? Like, um, I actually, I want to give an example. This is going to be a whole nother podcast by, by itself. So I, I want to give you guys an example of something that like how this works. Okay. So on Saturday, I run all the morning stuff on Saturdays. I love it. I coach for like three hours straight. I coach about 80 to hundred people. And after that, we have a 10 o'clock orientation. Orientation is where people Basically, we have two a week on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So people have to go through orientation before they start anything with us, uh, even if they're just trying us out. It's a trial. It's whatever, right? And uh, so Jess is running orientations on Saturday. She does an amazing job. And she goes like, hey, Luca, come here and meet Andy. And so I, I, I go there and it was, it was the only person in orientation. Usually we'll have like anywhere from three to five will probably be our average. And she goes like, hey, Andy watched, uh, watched our videos uh, and he's here because of that. And so he starts talking to me and he says, Hey, I, I got to let you know, man, like you do such an amazing job. And first of all, this is not me to my own horn. Please like listen about what he's talking about. Okay. And he goes, you do such an amazing job, like being authentic. When you talk to the camera, it's like, you're talking to me, like literally like I, you're saying the stuff that I'm struggling with. And like, I connect and it doesn't seem fake. And he's like, look, I follow a lot of stuff and it's all, it just all seems fake. He's like, you have to understand, I'm a tech guy, and I'd never come to a gym because of a video. Like, that's not who I am. I'd never come to the gym because of a video, but I'm here because of your videos. Okay, like, this is, I'm telling you, like, this is word for word what he's saying. I'm just like, hey, Andy, thank you so much for sharing that with me, man. Like, uh, and I was like, hey, you know, so I, I asked, like, hey, so what, which one was it? Like, what were you? He's like, oh, man, when you're talking about nutrition and that one specifically and, like, uh, the mindset part of it, 
and how we get in our own way and the like uh, always uh, 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 all or nothing mentality. Like, so he's saying specific stuff. Now I asked him that because I wanted to get deep, dig deeper on what were the videos that really triggered him. And it's usually the ones that don't, you know, uh, where I'm going deeper and they, uh, it's not like they don't get a thousand shares maybe. And it's like the at home workout or whatever. Right. But wh why I'm bringing this up is because people are watching these videos guys. Like, and if you talk to a specific person, so maybe, you know, you're training guys, maybe you're training women, you know, and like talking about that and like giving them tips and showing them stuff. Right. And even having clients in the video, They're like, Hey, here, I'm, I'm here with Jenny today. You know, Jenny came with me. Uh, because she's, she lost some weight, but she was struggling for the last year and a half trying to lose weight. She couldn't understand what's going on, you know, constant fluctuations, went on low calorie diets, trained a lot, you know, and so finally, uh, you know, she came to me, sat down, uh, and I definitely knew I could help her out. So here's the three things that like, uh, that we did with Jenny. Number one, like, Hey, what was the first thing that we talked about? You know, when, when you came to me and all oh, I needed to up my calories and, you know, we needed to repair the, uh, meta like adapt the metabolism back and, Okay, great. So that was the first point, right? And you go through three different things and giving you guys like firepower here on what you can use. Guess what? You tag Jenny in that thing, right? Like all of her friends see it, right? All the people that follow you see it. Uh, if, like I said, if it starts getting engagement, even more people will see it on, on Facebook. On Then you can promote it and, and boost it as a post. And it's a, a content post, right? So like, these are things that cost you no money to do. And, and it brings up like this conversation that uh, me and Mike Robertson had about, you know, there's two ways to market. You either market with money or you market with time. Listen, you guys, most of you are going to have like, not have, you know, a ton of money to spend. And like I said, even like for me, like we don't have, look, all of the big companies can beat us out. Right. But you have time, time, lunch and learns, speaking to people, calling people up, following up creating videos like free all like remember 10 years ago even five years ago you couldn't do the stuff that we could do today ig lives facebook lives uh, i you know igtv posting a million things like for free cost you nothing right and then of course if something's working like hey then you promote it you boost it you run ads right but that and same thing like setting up seminars like this is still the most underutilized tool for marketing and positioning yourself. If, if you are speaking in front of somebody, they automatically see you as an expert. And yet, like, you could legitimately be doing two to three lunch and learns every month if you have your own spot. Or even if you're working out of another spot, I guarantee you, hey, look, if, if my coach comes up to me, actually, Theo just came up to me and said, hey, listen, want to do another mobility uh, seminar. Uh, September, I think, 29th or whatever. I said, absolutely cool. I'll get the landing page up. We'll promote it for three weeks before. We'll do this, that, and the other. Of course I want to do it, right? Like, it's value for the people. We're getting people through the door, right? So, but the thing is, because of the fear of embarrassment, standing out, this, that, the other, most people don't do it. Well, don't be most people, right? Like, but then you could become that local person in your area where you're, you're speaking on food and nutrition, you're speaking on training, you're speaking on recovery, right? And like, if you just get one or two clients from, you know, you get 15 people to show up or 10 people to show up and you just get one client from that, well, listen, you do two of those a month, you just got two clients. They're paying you three, four, five hundred bucks. Man, that's a really good return on investment, right? But it is, but it is, it is a hustle. Like I said, you're gonna use your you're gonna use your money, you're gonna use your time. And I remember like time is, I mean, I would say time is all I had. I'd be training people, but man, I was I would use my time. Now now I've been in the game for a long time. Like I don't wanna spend as much time, but I still do. Trust me, like Krebs, you know, like I go to like six, eight 
breakfasts and lunches per week a lot of times with either JVs, partners, members. Like I'm always building these relationships, right? That's time and it's also attention, right? It's giving people attention because those are the people that guess what? Then they refer or then we have right now we're, we're, we're talking with the city. Um, actually, it's, it's with the police department to start this program called Badges and Barbells where us and the police officers together will create a free program for high school kids that can't afford strength and conditioning at their schools so that there's a better relationship between the police and the kids. And of course, we're going to give the facility and some, uh, and, and our coaching time, but it's going to get hundreds of kids through the door. So that's, it's not happened yet, but that's literally what we're working on right now. And then it gives us a good relationship with the police department, with the city, with the kids, the kids want to train more. Guess what? They're going to sign up for athlete training because they're only going to be trained about once, once a week. Right. But it gives us in good graces with different schools. Guys, like there's so many, I'm, I'm, I get fired up about this and you can hear me kind of just get, getting on fire because like I've been in this game for a long ass time and we're still like tomorrow we have a meeting with Brian, who's the regional uh, kind of person responsible for all the high schools in the district for their S&C programs because we're trying to do strength and conditioning inside of their schools. Like there are opportunities everywhere, but you can't be behind your computer all day long and just think that you're going to click away at the buttons and shit's going to happen now. With that said, like, look, I'm, I started off by saying create content so that thousands of people can see you for free. But at the same time, it's like, man, if you're going to be in your community, you got to shake hands and kiss babies. You know what I mean? You're a brick and mortar gym. Like, if you don't want to be social, then I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is a people business. This is a shake hands business. This is a skin to skin business, right? Like, now, if, if you're online, obviously, you, you want to take that, uh, I would say, that communication and still be in front of the camera and do lives and webinars and constantly, constantly be on. Right. And now if this is overwhelming, like, guess what? Start somewhere, right? Start somewhere. Just like your client. If I gave them 17 different tips on how to change your nutrition and lifestyle, I'd come back down and say, well, let's start, you know, okay, cool. Let's do one thing. What are you comfortable with this or this? Right. But the, 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 the truth is, is like, yeah, it's going to take, like, there is no, I don't think you guys are expecting to come on this show and hear us go like, guys, listen, 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 there's this one thing, right? And, you know, we actually, we, we did live in the era where it turned on, like where we went from Facebook starting and uh, I think it was probably about 70 years ago, Krebsy, where, uh, remember our first pack mastermind where we just, uh, we just learned and, and studied on how to do Facebook ads and we were literally getting like 30 cent leads. Um, I mean, it was like a, a money printing machine. Yeah, uh, I, spent, you know? I spent seven hundred dollars on ads and made eighteen thousand dollars on the program. It's insane, but that it was a different time. Now, shit, Facebook ads cost five, six, seven times what they did even three years ago, and yeah. you know it's much harder to get a response. Which is why when you look at what Luca is doing, he's constantly leading with value, even though it's not. Here's the thing: that's the difficult way to go. That's the, the tougher road, but it's the road that will actually get you results. And I just think, man, like so many people are looking for the magic pill or the easy way. And it's, it's, I think now is the biggest time for snake oil salesmen to like promise these crazy things. And there's no shortcut for hard work, right? We can help you guys. If you join either of our groups, we're going to help you become better in all areas, but you still have to put the work in. Like, let's stop trying to avoid the work. Let's stop pretending like there is a magic pill. Are there things that you can learn that'll, that'll accelerate your, your growth? Of course. But there's still going to be ups and downs, guys. There's still going to be times where you want to quit. There's still going to be times where you want to take the shortcut 
but trust me on this, most of those aren't going to work out, 99% of them. So let's just go to this last question, Luca, because I feel like, you know, we've given them a ton on, okay, well, you know, I'm starting a business either from working for somebody else or out of my garage. But this last one is a good one. It's, and it's one I know you've dealt with in the gym. It's one I've dealt with inside of just coaching, like, you know, coaching, consulting type of stuff, which is, you know, Instagram is our biggest source of referral business. How would you take a prospect from a DM to a client? So Luke, I'll let you jump in on this because I'm sure you guys have a, a system Yo. and a simple okay, system. So, so here, guys, so here's the deal, right? There's a big picture here that I'm glad that this question came up because it actually feeds into a lot of the, the what I think is very important now. Uh, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good friend. Me and Steve both have great connections or friends with people that run agencies or run Facebook ads. And, and once again, we're not against any of that. We use them, uh, you know, sometimes stuff changes and you got to figure it out. But what, where a lot of sales are happening are in the conversations, you know, down in the DM, baby, down in the DM. That's where it's happening. And what I mean by that is like, hey, look, just like on, you know, when people up is a bad thing or, you know, go to my profile and click the link. Sure, some people go, but that's really not what's happening. Most people want to DM you, right? So what, when you're communicating, Hey, shoot me a DM if you'd like to get, you know, whatever, uh, some, you know, free, free opt-in or something like that. Or shoot me a DM if you're struggling with this. Shoot me a DM if you want to know, uh, if you want to know the script for blah, 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 right? Because once they message you, from there, you can go, you know, whatever they send you. It's like, hey, great. Tell me a little bit more about, you know, what's going on. What are you struggling with? I mean, I always lead with that, right? What are you struggling with? What's the obstacle? And then you just have a conversation just like the stuff that we talked about in sales, right? And the thing is, for the, you kind of got to feel it out, meaning like I've closed people on DM before and actually really high ticket stuff, straight up through DM, no call, no nothing, right? And sometimes you want to get them into the, into the email inbox. And this is where you just kind of, this is experience, right? It's experience. It's a little bit of art, seeing how the conversation is going. Hey, email me here at Luca at, you know what I mean? Um, and then from email, you take it from there, whether it's, like I said, if it was a physical person, I want to get them into the gym, which has happened before. Matter of fact, uh, I actually got a DM from one of the Seahawks and set up a strategy session and assessment. Uh, DM me directly through, like I said, through IG, we had a conversation, got him in through strategy session and started, you know, started coaching him. So it like, you want to be the conversation. As soon as it's a conversation, I don't want you to overthink this. Like, how would you communicate with the person that's right in front of you? Right. You, okay. You can't read body language and things like that, but I'm asking them a lot of questions. And then if, if you have a product, you know, like, Hey, send them the link to the product, buy the product. Right. But if it, a lot of times it's like, Hey, let's get on the call. If it's a higher ticket thing, most of the time people are going to get on the call. Not always. Right. Like, I mean, I've, I've like sold, or should I say sold, have people that have sold like $5,000 one day workshops all through DM, no phone call, no nothing. Guys, this is the same strategy that I use. We we use on Facebook as well, Facebook Messenger. You're just gonna go back, and if you guys haven't listened to the older podcast, I mean, this is only number thirteen. Go back and listen to when Luke and I break down sales, and specifically when I break down the idea of exposing the gap. You do the same thing in text that you would in person, and the same thing that you would do on the phone. It's all the same, which is like you know, where are you at? Where do you want to go? Type of deal, right? I'm selling. 25 to $50,000 a year coaching programs 
all through messenger and then maybe the last second we're jumping on a call so ultimately for fitness right luca like the majority of the time what you want is you want that person to come into your facility that's the main goal or if you're doing online coaching you want them to purchase so you have to keep in mind what the end result is and then you have to have the testicular fortitude to actually give them a call to action right and seduce them instead of just going like you know, being like a weirdo on Tinder, like, hey, baby, you want to get after it? Like, you have to take them through a process and you have to help them kind of see why they need this. And ultimately, if they reached out to you in the first place, they've taken the first step. So if you don't make the sale, then obviously you just haven't gone through the right process or system to do that. So it's literally a series of questions that you ask. And I'm not going to break the entire thing down now, I'll just point you towards the other, I think it was the other Q&A podcast that we did where we broke down some of the sales process. Uh, listen to all these guys. Like we're giving away the house here. That's what's fucking crazy to me. Like th these podcasts are so packed full of information. It's bananas. And it'd be impossible for you guys to implement every piece of this. So I'll just say this. If somebody's hitting you up through Instagram and they're talking to you about your business, then take them through the process to a sale. They're hot to buy at that moment. Absolutely. That's the, the, like they put their hand up. So Luke and I, like, we'll give you guys the rundown. You just have to go back and listen to the other episode. Let's take this to another level, Craig. I'm just going to – yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add some more stuff here. Uh, and like I said, look, this is you – know like, you know what we do with coaching? We take these strategies and a, and a lot more because there's, there's obviously always a lot more. But we actually help you guys do them and implement them and make this shit happen, keep you accountable to it. But this is, this is essentially – first of all, get people – in conversation just think about that get them in a conversation don't avoid con a lot of times what happens is they're like people go like oh go here click this do that no have a conversation people want to talk to people okay now let's say that you have uh two people a week that hit you up which it should be more because the thing is when you tell people like in stories and remember stories sell more than anything else not regular profile posts uh not you know video is great that's what brings eyes to your stuff but the stories are where people engage. So got to do more stories. And like I said, I'm not like, we'll probably do a separate show just on IG, um, which uh, a lot of it I've learned, I would say from, uh, I would say from uh, my friend Craig Ballantyne, but also a couple other courses that I've done and we've done uh, now that we've, we've put it into play and the shit works, period. So we'll even share that stuff with you. I mean, this is ridiculous. Like, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. But like I said, we wanted to make this the most valuable podcast for gym owners and for, for coaches and fitness business owners, like on the planet, period. And so with that said, once you get people in conversation, like everybody's not going to sign up. Guess what you do? Every single person that did sign up, you have an Excel sheet or you have some type of CRM. Like, look, you could have a Google Docs. Keep it simple. And like every two to three weeks, follow up with them. And the thing is, follow up with them with value. Hey, hope you're doing great. You know, uh, just read, like just wrote this article or just shot this video I thought would help you out based on our last conversation and you just send it to them through DM, right? And look, they might, they might not answer back. They might tell you to go fuck yourself, which is very unlikely to happen. And they'll be like, oh man, thanks so much. Like, hey, after you go through it, let me know how it goes, right? And then you can check in and go like, hey, how's your progress going? Like, oh man, shit, I'm stuck. Hey, listen, man, I, I, I feel, I know how you feel. Like a lot of our clients felt the same way. Let's get you rolling. And it's 90 day program. Let's get you rolling in this. Let's get you rolling on that. You know what I mean? Like, and you keep following up. And then the more people that you get through DM, some you sign up, 
a lot, you know, you, you're not going to sign up everybody. Even if you sign up 50%, it's amazing. If you sign up 20, 30%, it's amazing. But if you keep following up with those other people, like you're going to get them. I can't tell you. I just sent a text to the team saying, guys, that I'm telling you the magic's in a follow-up. There's a couple of guys that I've been following up for right now for three to four weeks, catching each other. And you know what they, both of them told me? He's like, man, I really appreciate the following up with me, right? I really appreciate it. They don't, you know what they don't say? Dude, why the fuck? Like, first of all, they reached out to me, right? So they, if they reach out to you, if they message you, if they raise their hand, they're obviously interested. They got a problem, right? So why would they then, if you keep following up with them, you know, you know what I wrote to one of the last guys? I said, hey, just check in with, in with you. I hope that you had, you know, great, because went on a vacation to work asylum with their family. So I hope you had a great vacation. Uh, it's like, look, I'm just, I'm just checking in to see if you still want what you reached out to me for, which is to get your back feeling better, improve your physical capacity, get your energy up so that you don't have to live in pain, right? I was like, let me know. And fucking, they're like, you know, they're like, oh, you know what? I'm, uh, are, you, are you open on Wednesday? I'm literally looking at the email right now, right? What do Wednesday work? So, and I'm like, yeah, people, like, if they have a problem, like, they're not going to be pissed off with you following up. Here and there, somebody might be, but then... I mean, I just go like, hey, listen, you reached out to me. I'm just trying to like keep it. Right. And that's where like if you guys do that, like it's a fucking game changer. The thing is that like most of you won't do it. Yeah, I said it. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Go do it. And then message me and go like, you know what, Luca, you were wrong. I did it. I'm like, great. That's exactly what I wanted for you to do. It's reverse psychology, man. That's what I'm doing. But the, but that's the kicker, guys. Like get people in conversations in 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 real life right don't just be here's the other thing too right don't just be down in the dm facebook dm ig dm but also do that in real life spur conversations with your neighbors with you know i'm thinking about the garage the guy that has the garage gym right but like hey come with with your neighbors at the store at the local areas set up stuff like when you're doing lunch and learns you get to shake hand and kiss babies get people's information following up with them hey can i get can i put you on an email list i'll give you tips on nutrition and training and this, that, and the other. Like, would you be interested in getting this, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever lead gen file, right? It's all around you guys. The thing is that like, you gotta, you know, when you see possibility, you start believing. When you start believing, your attitude changes and your behaviors change. But you gotta start with that, right? Because if, if you wanna curl up into a ball and look for the magic strategy, like, man, that shit's not gonna happen, right? And, and so that's what's really important. If you guys are hearing the music in the back, it's because, one of our team trainings started and just the way that shit panned out today, we said, you know what? I don't care if the music pops up. It's all good, man. We can't, we can't even really pair it. So we're all Perfect. good. Perfect. Because you know what? Once again, this is a great point though, right? It's an example of where we could have gone like, ah, it's not going to be perfect. Let's not do it. Or let's cut it short. But what we were thinking about is like, how do we deliver an answer to these questions in a podcast? So we deliver value. And that's how I want you to operate on like i said on your platforms where shit's not going to be perfect stuff's going to happen it doesn't matter like create the marketplace hey guys get real close to the to the to the speaker on whatever you're listening to the error device i want you to listen to this closely it's never going to be perfect nothing is ever going to be perfect you're not perfect we're not built to be perfect your business isn't going to be perfect so don't strive for perfect strive for progress Try to be better. That is it. So we practice what we preach. That's the thing. Luke and I aren't, you know, like I said, snake oil salesmen. You can kind of get that vibe from just listening to us. You're listening to us. You already know. 
But at the end of the day, guys, here's the thing. There's a lot of information on this podcast today, a ton, right? A ton. If you can just take the top three things that you took from this and then you just take action on one of them. And I'm going to remind you guys of this all the time. Just take one thing and say, Hey, by the it's, but whatever day it is right now, when you're listening to this, you're giving yourself three days. And in those three days, you're going to do number one, right? And once you get number one done, you're going to go to number two. Then you're going to go to number three. And then you're going to listen to another podcast. Are you going to buy one of our products? Are you going to join one of our programs, right? That's how things change. That's how it changes. So we're going to wrap up Q and a guys. I hope you enjoyed the, the podcast. Take action take action and then make sure guys, if you listen to this, just hit Luca up or I up, right? Steve Krebsy on Instagram or for Luca, it's at Luca Hosevar on Instagram or I mean, that's probably the best place to send questions. And if you follow us, you'll see us post a little story and it'll say, Hey, drop us some questions for the next podcast. But if you guys have other issues or concerns, just shoot a DM and we'll get back to you. And then maybe we'll have a conversation about coaching, right? Cause we practice what we preach. Uh, Luca, anything you want to leave them with? Or are you feeling pretty good? Man, I mean, I, I, I always want to leave, I guess, uh, leave you guys with this, that your life will change if you leave. Like, this could be just another podcast. Like, we're in an era of podcasts. People listen to podcasts, this, that, the other. Um, but the, the game changer is when right now you go do something. You do something. I don't care what it is. You shoot some content and you, you launch it out. You follow up with some people that – you just haven't thought about and followed up. You create that file with, uh, with people that DM'd you. You know, you go in and set up a lunch. Like, you do something because that is what's going to build your self-esteem. It's going to get you moving and, and, and create momentum. Because you know what doesn't create momentum? When you read a book and you go to a course and you listen to four of our podcasts and 30 days later you haven't done shit. Like, that actually makes you feel worse because you're like, oh, I well, know some – Cause you get frustrated by knowing stuff and then seeing other people do it, but you're not. And then you beat yourself up about it. So change that and go do something right now. Like right now you got 10 minutes. Fuck it. You can do something. You got 30 minutes. Go hustle for 30, 30 minutes. Following up, emailing people, calling, shooting a video with your camera, put, writing some notes down on, on what is some content you're going to make this week. Like do it, like do it. Cause otherwise that's, that's this is like Shia LaBeouf shit right there. Absolutely. <laughs> Just do it. Guys, here's the other thing I wanted to leave you with really quick. Usually what gets you results is not adding like a million different things either. It's just getting really good at the basics. It's just getting really good at the foundational stuff. Like Luca just said, the things he just listed were all basic. Follow up. Most people don't follow up, right? Market. Most people don't really market organically. They, they, they want to go to paid ads and then they wonder why they run out of money because they're not doing the two or three pronged attack. Right, go shoot a quick little video. You know, you should also be shooting videos for your current clients to make them feel special. So it doesn't seem like all your energy and attention is just going after the money and the new people and they get forgotten about. You guys have to make sure you're rested. You have to make sure you're taking care of yourselves. You have to protect the asset. You have to stay focused and you also have to have fun. Listen, man, at the end of the day, life goes by really fast and we just want you guys to get results as soon as possible. Again, we don't wait for perfect. Listen, this audio was cut out a few times today, and it is what it is. We're not going to apologize for it because we're giving you guys value. We're, we're you know, I'm in Miami. Luke is in Seattle. We're, we're recording on Zoom for fuck's sake. So just take what you can from it and roll with it. Don't expect perfection from yourself or anyone 
else. And if you're listening to this and you, you're one of the people that fall into the, the parameters for the Young Bucks program, go to ybsuccess.com, right? Check it out. See the, the before and after. See the results that we've already gotten, guys that were in the program before. And, and think about what's, what's right for you moving forward. The reason Luke and I are where we're at, for sure, is because we had the audacity to hire people that we probably couldn't afford at the time. And the cool part is, just so you guys understand, for our programs, we also have an option to finance it. So if you really can't afford it, we'll find a way to help you do that. So listen, that's all we got for you guys today. That's episode number 13 of Yo! The Business and Fitness Motherfucking Podcast with Steve Krebs and la 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 Luca Hosevar. Wow. We'll see you guys on the next one. Goodbye to you all.